it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. This is a simple game. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. You got it! Welcome to a special edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk, live on location. Don't go away, Applebee's Tailgate Talk is next. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. Real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens or call 230-595 Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance. And be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton street in athens state farm agent michael howell there when things go wrong here to help life go right daily and son car care is ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job daily and son car care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service they're also your headquarters for quality cooper tires stop by and see wayne nikki or dale at 25600 main street in ardmore tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more in Athens is, well, gotcha covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Gotcha Covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500 or stop by and see them at 389 West Sanderford Road in Athens. Gotcha Covered screen printing and more. Tune in every Tuesday through Thursday this football season for the WKAC Coaches Shows. Join us as we get the scoop from Ardmore, Athens, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clements, Tanner, and West Limestone. The WKAC Coaches Shows on 1080 WKAC. Hey, this is West Limestone Boys basketball coach Justin Taylor, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hey, good Saturday morning, everyone. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Cooperfield in Ardmore, Alabama, on the campus of Ardmore High School. 
Tom McClung here, old Tom Cat alongside one Adam 12, Adam Dawson, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, and we are broadcasting live on WKAC, the Big 1080. It's middle school football time, ladies and gentlemen. Adam, can you smell that? I can smell it. It's football in the air. Of course, we're sitting right beside the uh, field house, so it could be a little something else. So. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Call or text us at area code 256-812-1848. That's area code 256-812-1TGT. You can find our website online at tailgatetalk.net. Twitter and Instagram, find us at Tailgate Talk AL, and also on Facebook is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Subscribe to the Applebee's Tailgate Talk archives and available on all major podcast platforms, Amazon Echo. Somebody done some editing this week. I caught me on the fly there. <laughs> say Alexa. Play Tailgate Talk. Google Home, say, okay, Google. Play Applebee's Tailgate Oh, BZ, I love you and I miss you, brother. Download the Tailgate Talk out for Android or iPhone. We'll be taking the phone calls from the First National Bank hotline, making communities great. And our Tailgate Talk special guest segment brought to you by Yellowhammer Roofing. It happened last night, first night, first weekend football in the county. Yeah, yep. Adam, you was at, you were at West. I was. I at was at West. Ardmore. I, I was at uh, I was at Clements. Yep. Yep. I was at James Clements. You were at there James you Clements. And then, uh, hang on, sir. We're live on the radio. And then, uh, <laughs> That's okay. And then Thursday, uh, I was at Athens East. So yeah, okay, you got Thursday. We, we've had a lot covered this week. Yeah, and uh, we were at Tanner Lauderdale County. Oh, were y'all? Okay, Thursday well, that's, night. That's where uh, that's where the editor of the paper was, Nicole. She was at. Was she there? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was at West Ardmore last night. Great game. Great game. We've got a. Oh, I've got a. I did, usually I write my list down, and I didn't write it down today because. I did. My mind's on a few other things here. Right, we got a great lineup for us, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking with local coaches. Um, the special guest will be Dave uh, Marinus. Yes. Dave Marinus. And he has written the book. He's authored the book, uh, Path Lit by Lightning, the story of Jim Thorpe. And mm. Tim showed me the book, and it's a good two inches thick. Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, this should, be, this should be a good read. We're going to have local football coaches Jonathan Snyder, who's doing a great job hosting this uh, this middle school jamboree today here at Absolutely. Ardmore. And uh, Oscar Bonds Tanner, we hope to get him on. And he'll be the only one that's not here. Coach Wood from, from East Limestone should be here at the, at the field, awesome. at, as will Coach Michael Parker and Shelby Davis, West Limestone. Awesome. Mike, Michael Parker of Clements. And we'll be waiting on the in the wings along with uh, A.P. Stedham, our Swami of the S.E. See, so much, uh, so much happens, so much to talk about. You want to talk about it all at once, but uh, it's just not possible. Let's start with you, uh, one Adam Twelve. What did you see, or at, at your game with West and and and? Uh, well, I'm telling Hardwood. you, I'm telling you, West. Uh, I talked to I talked to Shelby Davis, and what one thing I learned about West and Ardmore, honestly, is neither of them quit when the the momentum wasn't going their way. So you know, West jumped up 19-0 before you could even blink, and Easton yep. Smith. He was making interceptions on defense. He was running for long 50-yard touchdowns on offense. And, you know, they're up 19-0 at halftime. And then, you know, Coach Snyder, the good coach that he is, he had them motivated for the second half. And, you know, they cut at 19-14. And then West kind of stole that momentum back. And, you know, uh, Colin Patterson played a really good game. He was really, really good at rolling out of the pocket and making things happen, extending plays. And then uh, I'll tell you, they got some – West has some DBs and some wide receivers who – you know, because they uh, they go uh, one platoon, double platoon a lot. Yeah. And uh, 
they got some good ball players, and so does Ardmore. Uh, you know that Thomas Colston kid. Yes, uh, man, he's a he's a beast. He's like Peyton Hillis. Yeah, he's a really good runner. Jacob Sanchez had two touchdowns, uh, and um, Noah Stafford had a like a fifty-something yard reception touchdown. So. Uh, a lot to be learned, and then Thursday, I think uh, I was at Athens East. Yes, and uh, you know, I I learned a lot about both teams. I mean, you know, it was, it was Woodfin's first uh, first game out the gate, and you know, the yep. East Limestone kids didn't quit. You know, they were uh, they were battling some situations, and you know, they showed really good signs. And then you know, obviously Athens. Uh, uh, I thought Brogan played a really good game for Athens. I thought uh, the running game was really good for Athens as well, but really, really what I was impressed with was the receivers for Athens. Yeah. I thought Spiegel played really well. I thought, obviously, Jay Sean's a great player. And then uh, Meniscus, who I always thought it was Meniscus. for Meniscus, <laughs> yeah. But so I... I was really, really impressed with Athens. I really, really was. Cool. And, uh, you know, on... <sighs> Coach Woodfin, on his behalf, you know, he, he's had, he hasn't had a full fall uh, spring. He, he come in late. Oh, no, so, yeah. I, I, th- I think East still has a lot of good things going. I know yeah. that the result wasn't what they wanted, but I still think Woodfin's a class act, and I still think East, like I said, has a oh, lot yeah. of good things going, and they still showed some good things in that second half, too. Absolutely. Well, let's toss it over to producer extraordinaire. We have so much stuff to fit in the show today. I don't want to talk too much too fast and get the rundown of – the scores and more brought to you by p4 physical therapy delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose visit them on facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com uh all right football for thursday night athens over east limestone 49 14 it was lauderdale county defeating tanner 54 to 30 and sheffield over elmont 47 to 20 uh last night well west limestone 27 ardmore 21 sorry about that coach <laughs> uh, Clements 48 Holly Pond 34 and uh, it was Gardendale, a game Gard- it was a heck of a game Gardendale 41 uh, James Clements 34 yeah um, all right and uh, some of the more here congratulations to Lindsey Lane's Max Morrison for committing to Calhoun baseball he's a war hawk. Uh, a couple of days good ago good job Charles and uh, coming up next week, we'll be live at the Elkmont Band Booster Car Show with our special guest, uh, Jean Fruth. She's a sports photographer and author of Grassroots Baseball, Route 66. Cool. And uh, so there you go for scores and more brought to you by P4. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Coach Schneider coming back on the backside for Ardmore, but we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate talking WKAC, the Big 1080. Next week, we'll be live at the Elkmont Band Booster Car Show, featuring special guests, sports photographer and author of Grassroots Baseball, Route 66, Gene Fruth. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. 
From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of Community First. First to lend a helping hand. First to help with community events and fundraisers. First to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations. First to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events. And most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Caution. The temperature isn't the only thing soaring this summer. Call Ardmore Telephone Company today and upgrade your internet to move faster than ever. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss our internet options so you can connect to everything you need. Give Ardmore Telephone Company a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. Hey guys, this is Joanna Klim for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talks. Hi, this is former Auburn safety Rob Tate, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talks. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk live here at Cooperfield on a campus of Ardmore High School. Tom McClung, old time cat, here alongside. One Adam 12, Adam Dodson, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, and we've got Coach Schneider with the Ardmore High School football head coach of the football team. Coach, sorry it didn't go your way last night, but thanks for coming and talking football with us this oh, morning. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate you guys coming up here today. Got this middle school jamboree going on. Got a really good crowd. Actually, good weather, a little breeze blowing. Yeah, it's, you know, not, it's bad. not too bad. Overcast. Hey, thanks yeah. a lot for hosting this. This oh, is yeah. great, man. I think it's awesome. The people, I, I pulled up here around – 930, 915. Yeah. We're like, man, there's no place to park now. I know. I guess I, uh, I guess when you run out of parking for a middle school jamboree, that's a good thing. I know. I'm, I'm thinking as from the head coach perspective, I should have probably charged for parking too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it's good to have all these folks out here today. Uh, uh, Adam was there, but uh, w- what I can see looked like West jumped out fast. You guys came back, fought hard. Yeah. Uh, first week of high school football. Give us your assessment of it. Well, you know, um, hindsight's always 2020. You know, there's things on my end, you know, that 
I wish I could I could go back and change to help our kids, you know, be more successful. Some decisions I made were probably not the best at the time, but you know that's part of it. Um, you know, I, I knew West was going to come out with a with a fire. I knew that that they, you know, after losing the last game of the year, you know, last year, and then coming back and facing us again, that they would have that a little bit of an edge. And you know, I tried to preach to our guys this week, and you know, we got a lot of young kids playing, but that's no excuse. And some some of that sort of showed early, and you know, we had a decision that that you know. I wish I would have had back. We had it, you know, third and third and goal from the three or third and three from the five, something like that. And, and you know, we should have went with a little bit different package and we didn't and then ended up missing the field goal. And, you know, May could have tied it up and right. maybe slowed the momentum a little bit. But, um, you know, hats off to Shelby and them. I mean, you know, he – you know, they they were physical. They they outplayed us. You know, the first half we dug ourselves a deep hole. Right. But you know, I was extremely proud of our kids and our staff that we we stayed the course, uh, and had a you know fourth and three from West 35 just through an incomplete pass. You know, so yep. we gave ourselves a chance to 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 get back in the in the ball game. Got a few key stops and made some big plays on offense. So you know, we we're gonna we're gonna learn from it. I mean, yep. you know, there were definitely some negatives, but there were some positives, and uh, we got a game under our belt and we'll see what happens yeah no i think uh you just brought up the positives i think one of the main positives is obviously the running game i mean colson had over 100 and then sanchez had two touchdowns so yeah. i think that's definitely one thing to take away and yeah you already touched on the main thing i wanted to talk about was you know the halftime adjustments how you know yeah. your team really battled back yeah and uh one thing i also found interesting was after the game where you know you and uh, coach davis were together and talked about how that's exactly what y'all wanted out of week zero yeah. in a county rivalry just talk yeah. to me a little bit about that well you know we uh um, you know, our running game is something that we we try to ride a good bit. Yep. Um, you know, we we work hard at it. Uh, you know, we've done a we've worked hard to it at expanding our pass game a little bit to help keep some people out of the box. Um, you know, and and Hillis and our passing game did a good job. Um, you know, I think Hillis threw for about 150 last night, so that was good. You know, had a big touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know, biggest thing at halftime is is. As we were looking at the film, we had some guys just just not doing what they were coached to do. It wasn't that that they were blatantly not doing it. it it's some of that can tie into youth, and I, I'm I'm not I'm trying not to use it as an excuse because it's not. But uh, you know, we just had to get some things fixed and and tweak a few things, and we were able to make an adjustment and you know get a couple of stops um, and and put ourselves in a position to win the ball game. Um, but you know, you're right. I mean, that's that's what you want football to be. It was a knockdown drag out. I knew it was going to be. Yeah. You know, it was a 12 round boxing match and yep. unfortunately for us fortunately for them they were the last man standing but um you know that's what you want out of a county rivalry to open the season there were a huge crowd there you know oh, i bet it was it. it was you know it was it was a good one um you know i hate we came out on the on the raw end of the deal but you know hats off to them and and we're gonna we're gonna get it fixed and move forward so who you got next week west morgan West Morgan. Be a home opener here for us. Yeah, and they won they won by twenty over uh yeah, they beat a really, really good Randolph team. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Phillips and I he was the O. C. at Athens, I was the D C at Athens. Yeah. Okay. We're really, really close friends. We talked last night till about midnight just Yeah. You know, we're both football you know, year two in our head coaching yeah. stints and you know, he runs the same type of program that we run here, you know, trying to be physical, kids do things the right way, you know, very, very um you know, the moral compass for Drew is very high. He's a Christian guy that that tries to preach those values into his kids and I, I respect the heck out of him. I mean, I love him to death. He's he's one of my brothers and 
you know, I can't wait to go to battle against him. Right. Uh, you know, that competition, yeah. it's going to be pretty fiery. But I know before and at the end of the day, you know, we're going to remain close friends. And he's got a pretty good football team. Does he really? That's going to roll in here. Yeah, when the uh, when the headsets get off at the end of the night, you can yep. call them and say, I love you. That's, yep, that's, that's exactly always right. a good thing. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, when we talked previously, I know you said that they were going to be much improved this year. Absolutely. It sounds like they're showing it early. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, Randolph skill wise is probably one of the top in the you know in the areas you know in in the the metro huntsville area i guess yeah. right uh you know they were able to to shut them down a good bit and then sort of win the line of scrimmage and and i knew that's what they were going to do i know drew i know i know what he's about and they were able to do it and so they they beat a really really good randolph team and they're gonna have some momentum and you know, we got to get some things turned around pretty quick. Being DC, DC as he was OC, does that give you any advantage? You think? I, I mean, I, I think. I mean, a little bit. I mean, you know. But uh, here, the the thing about us is that we're we're two guys that we are who we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. we're not gonna. I mean, we're gonna have things that that may surprise you, but for the most part, we know exactly what our values are on both sides of the ball. You know, he's gonna try to run the football give you a bunch of formations you know we're, we're going to try to stop the run and, and force you into a pass game and hopefully you know force you into some turnovers and uh you know it, it does help uh you know we had some battles on the practice field but you know friday nights it was fun because i knew what i knew offensively we were go, we were going to be prepared defensively just hold them out and right. we we're going to score some points so um it's going to be a fun night so well, let's, let's go do ahead. a senior spotlight there you go so we've got a we're crowded yeah <laughs> this first hour here. yeah um, first senior we got is uh, Preston Patterson. Uh, Preston is a, a second-year starter for us. Um, uh, he, he's a really, really good baseball player. We got him back out. He played some football before. We got him back out last year. Uh, Preston's about six foot, you know, 210, plays our, our F position for us. Mm-hmm. Is a really, really good leader for a football team. Uh, works hard in the weight room. Is about a four, 430 squatter. You know, he – um, he, he is a he's a really 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 well-rounded young man. Um, does the right thing, and, and and plays his tail off for uh, for Armour football. And and uh, you know I, I'm I'm really proud of the growth that he's made through the off season and the leadership that he's showing you know to our to our kids. It's it's really really good. I'm, I'm, Preston's a good one. That's great, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you're busy. We'll let you get back to it. Yeah. Uh, congr- uh, Best of luck next week. Thank you. Congratulations on the comeback, though. That showed a lot. Showed, your kids showed a lot of heart. We followed no a little bit, so yep. we got to build on it. So Absolutely. Thanks again, Coach. Ladies Thanks, and gentlemen, guys. Coach Schneider, Jonathan Schneider, head football coach for Ardmore High School. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate. Talking to WKAC, the Big 1080. Go to your Amazon Echo and say, play Tailgate Talk, or your Google Home device and say, play Applebee's Tailgate Talk, and hear the show in crystal clear quality. We'll be back with more Tailgate Talk after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the 
the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Customers agree, there's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Since 1998, their mission has been to keep folks happy by helping them scoot in and scoot out quickly while roasting their coffee from the top 10% of specialty beans in the world. Choose from hot drinks like their Caramelicious and Honey Vanilla Latte to cold offerings like the Strawberry Acai Quencher and Iced Mocha. They've also got smoothies, teas, and blenders. You'll agree, too. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Amazing people, amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooter's Coffee, 547 Highway 72 West in Athens at Town Center. Scooter's Coffee. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County Sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Hey, this is Mark Littell, former pitcher for the Kansas City Royals and the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Tom McClungo, Tom Cat here alongside one Adam 12, Adam Dodson, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. We're going to try to get uh, Coach Oscar Bonds, head coach of Tanner Rattlers, uh, on the First National Bank hotline making communities great. I uh, wasn't able to get him. Uh, phone went to voicemail, so it's up to Adam and I here to fill a little time. And uh, Adam, uh, talk about what some of the stuff you saw, and I'll talk a little bit about some of the stuff I saw at Clements and uh, yep. and uh, um, Holly Pond. Yeah, so uh, – you know, I've talked, we've talked a lot about West Ardmore, so I'll talk a little bit more about Athens East. And, you know, uh, you know, Larry Howard, that that young man can play some football. You know, he's, a, you know, their lockdown corner, number eight for Athens. And, you know, he, he had a really good game on defense. But where he really shined is he had three touchdowns in the first half uh, from the running back spot. Wow. When you combine that with Brogan Gross looking really, really good and throwing three touchdowns himself, I mean, you you uh you got a 49-14 game or sorry 49-7 game at halftime just because yep. you know they're they're clicking on all cylinders. I mean, Gross had them ready to play, and I'll tell you what uh, maybe made a little bit of a difference is you know East didn't play a jamboree because of, you know the coaching switch. Right. You know, Wood, Woodfin obviously being way more concerned with practice. And right. So they did their inner squad. So it's not like they didn't do anything, but. 
you know, Athens. They didn't to, get to see competition from another. They didn't get school. to hit someone else. Right. Athens got to hit someone else with St. Michael, and uh, yep. you know, St. Michael being a pretty darn good. I think they're four A. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Athens just got a little bit more of experience hitting someone else before that game. Now, I don't think it was the difference in the outcome of the game, but I do think it helped the mentality for Athens and the Golden Eagles. So, tell me what you saw in the old Holly Pond Clements game. It was uh, what I say. What I saw from Clements from sitting seen from Clements all seen. Uh, Clements came out with with fire on them. Uh, they they. They, they played four quarters with fire because that's what it took to win the game. Yeah. I, I, and I'm sure Clements did not, I underestimated Holly Pond until I saw that six foot 12 uh, tight end <laughs> that they could throw the ball to. Six foot 12. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a joke. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> And the quarter, but the quarterback, he was a diminutive-looking little fella. You didn't think anything about it. You know, the lines matched up really well. Clemens had a little size advantage. But then that quarterback come around the end on a veer, and he was gone. They just could. He was so fast. They like the veer. That yes, and and him being the best athlete on the field, that's what the who got it. Now a lot of inside runs. Clemens had them. Clemens had them pretty good. But Clemens got weapons all of their own. Brady Moore, senior quarterback. Everybody's yeah. aware of him. Uh, hey, baby. And uh, Jaden Gilbert, uh, several others. Uh, I can't I can't name names because my brain is is gone right now. But yes, uh, the intensity, a lot of penalty flags. Uh, don't know. Yeah. I know Coach Coach Parker got upset a time or two with uh, some of the some of the holding calls. But uh, no, it was uh, there there in the third quarter. Clements took a two touchdown lead. And held them on a on a drive, and I thought the game was over. But next thing you know, here comes Holly Pond back. It was it was a good hard fought football game, yep. start to finish. Well, I, you never have a uh, problems motivating a Michael Parker team. No, I, I, no, I haven't been in this county too long covering it, and I and I even know that. Just, yeah. uh, you know, one thing uh, Coach Parker talked to me about was. Uh, you know, he has a group that all they've known is Coach Parker. That's, a, that's, that's what true. he said. Because, yes. you know, four, four years of the same coach, that makes a huge, huge, huge Big difference. difference. Same huge coach, difference. same weight program. You know what he's about. You know what the expectations are. You know what the culture is. Yes. I mean, it makes all the difference in the world. And you go – I was going – I didn't mean to interrupt there. No, you're all good. One thing that has made another difference, believe it or not, is the arrival of Principal Clint Legg. Yeah. Clint loves Clements. And Clement's coaching staff, I've seen Clint on staffs before where he didn't have the support as a coach from the administrative. And him being in that position now is giving those coaches and those kids everything they can possibly have to succeed on the field. So kudos to Coach Clint Legg. Good, good, yeah, good on him too. And I, I will also say that uh, I think uh, nowadays – I, I think all the schools in Athens Limestone really do have that good administrative support. They know? do. Obviously, Athens does. And, uh, you know, even Lindsey Lane, you know, they're kickstarting their football program. And I know they, they had varsity goals this year and just losing a lot of seniors, they weren't able to make that happen. But right. you know, they're still competing on JV and, you know, they still got Megan Ellison over there. And, uh, you know, they, yep. got their, they got their upper school uh, principal and Katrina Williams, who's a um, – whose husband is the head football coach for uh, LCA. Yep. And so you really do get a lot of that administrative support, like you know you're seeing at Clements, where you know you got you got Leg, who's just really, really invested in a lot of it. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to talking to Coach Bunio from Elmont as oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield's a good football team. Coach Bunio is, is coming in, first year head coach. Yep. And uh, I, I think he's going to have the same support. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah. I'm, he, I'm, I've not known him, but I've known who he was for 
you know, well, I'll, I'll know you, where it come from. I'll put it that way. I'll tell you what. I was on the way to Athens and uh, I was on the way to Athens and East on Thursday, and uh, you know we got our police scanner, yeah, in the courier, and uh, I hear that the cops were already getting called out to Boss Hill because people were getting so rowdy or something. <laughs> so you know, you know, Elkwine's always had that support. Yes, and uh, you know that community wants to win. Oh, very much so, and the kids are good. They're good kids, and yes. uh, you know, I'm sure Boss Hill didn't have any problems uh, packing out that stadium. <laughs> no, it, it sounds definitely like, it sounds, not. Sounds like people were getting rowdy before, like about an hour and a half before kickoff was even happening. That's good. I love it. Well, is it time to take a break, producer? Not yet. We're still going. Uh, we're still going. Still trying to get Coach Bond. Well, listen, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot going on in the county, so there's plenty to talk about. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I know. Uh, did y'all say you're all at Tanner Lauderdale? I know. Yes, we were. We hadn't spoke much about Tanner and Lauderdale. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I know a good bit about the kids just from you know the whole magazine process and and preseason uh just preseason coverage, and they got some good charismatic young men. Yes, they do. Uh, uh, their quarterback, Carl Parham, he he has he's not settling for anything less than a championship this season. I know his dad. I talked to his dad after the game, and uh, and yes, charismatic, great people. I love them to death. Good young men, and you know Casey Hill. He uh, I know he he got. I think he got flagged for a late hit in the game. Casey Hill. He's a may have one of their linebackers, and uh, but. I mean, people get late late hits. That's part of football. I mean, every time I see him, he comes up to me and shakes my hand. He's a really good young man. And you know, then you got Skyler at wide receiver, Skyler Townsend. He's he's a boss. Yeah. And then you know, Trevor Peoples is a boss too. Number nine, I think he had the first touchdown of the game for uh, for Tanner. And then I think Skyler had the second touchdown of the game for for Tanner to put him up 14-12. Well, they were playing a team in Lauderdale County that had a 1,500-yard, 10-touchdown rusher last year. Yeah, no, Lauderdale is a very, very good football team. Very good football team. Very good football team. So to match up like they did and still score like they did, I I look for big things in Tanner's area and region. I mean, they they have a very, very dangerous passing attack. And, you know, if if they can get Alinius Jackson, their running back number two, if they can get him going, I mean, they're going to be dangerous. Right. Because, you know, I, I, they made it farther out of any of the Athens limestone last year uh, in the playoffs, uh, making it to the second round against Mars Hill. Yep. I yep. only think they're going to build on that momentum because here's what's really important. They're all juniors. They're all juniors, yes. They're all juniors. And when I say all juniors, I mean literally like probably 95% juniors. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, Tanner folks do not hang their head. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of positivity oh. and positive thoughts to come from that that football no doubt well it's time to take a break ladies and gentlemen you're listening to applebee's tailgate talking wkac the big 1080 from day one first national bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first first to lend a helping hand first to help with community events and fundraisers First, to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations. First, to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events. And most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance, and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens.
Americans. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. The reviews are in for Box Drop Mattress in Ardmore, and they're awesome. Just like the store. Box Drop in Ardmore has mattresses made in the USA at huge discounts. Plus, they offer flexible payment options, and no credit is needed. And they'll deliver right to your door. Box Drop, located at 26561 Main Street in Ardmore. Open Tuesday through Friday, 4.30 to 6.30, and Saturday from noon till 4. Appointments also available by calling 321-8888. Box Drop in Ardmore, 321-8888. WKAC is the official radio station of Athens High Football. You can hear the Golden Eagles online by going to WKAC1080.com, by listening on your WKAC Sports app, or on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device. Catch the replay on Saturday at noon and then listen to the archives anytime on demand. Don't forget the Coach Cody Gross show every Thursday morning at 10 and the Athens High Coaches show later on at 1. Your official radio station for Athens High Football, 1080 WKAC. This is up my girl, basketball coach Tom Allen. You're listening to Athens Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Tom McClung here, old Tom Cat, alongside one Adam 12, Adam Dodson. Do you know one Adam 12 is actually on Me, we TV is or it, Me I'm, TV, whatever it is? Yeah, no, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, in the morning. I still have not seen a single episode <laughs> of Dragnet or whatever. 1970s crime drama, brother. And producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. We've got the head coach of the West Limestone Wildcats, Coach Shelby Davis, joining us. Coach, congratulations. Big win last night. Thank you, guys. It was a, uh, it was a good game. Game, uh, rivalry game. That's the way it's uh, supposed to be played. It was a physical, tough game, and uh, you know, hats off to Ardmore. You know, I had some uh, some of the older guys that uh, been around West Limestone a long time in the, in my office after the game, and they said, Coach, that's that's not the same Ardmore that we're used to seeing. He said they're. You know, they're much improved, and Coach Snyder's done a great job over here. Yeah, they, that, he was a good hire for them. Yeah, so, you know, I, I was at the game last night on the sidelines just, you know, watching both of y'all play. And one thing you told me last night was uh, y'all did not hit the panic button. And, you know, y'all you, you jump up to this uh, 19-0 lead going into halftime. You know, Ardmore comes out guns blazing the second half. But y'all didn't panic. Just talk to me about, you know, the maturity of your group in that way. Well, you know, I, I told them, you know, right before we started the second half, I said at some point they're going to get some momentum. Uh, don't hit the panic button. Just keep playing one play at a time. Keep doing what you're supposed to do, and eventually, you know, we'll get it back. And that's exactly what happened. You know, sometimes as uh, coaches, we we look like fortune tellers, and sometimes we look <laughs> like you know what. But yeah, uh, you know, it, that's just the way it happened. And and that's that's football. You know, that's and that's that life. The game. That's life. Yes, you know, you it get, is. You get momentum, and something bad happens, and you know, you just got to keep doing what you got to do until you to get uh, get the momentum back your way. Uh, I'll tell you. 
you one thing: people in Ardmore excited about football. Yes, yeah. I, was, I was a little disappointed in our in our fans last night. You know, we go up, we score to go up nineteen and nothing. They're all sitting down up there, and uh, <laughs> you know, we got to get excited about football. These guys worked their tails off. These coaches worked their tails off. I mean, the place was packed and it was jammed, and I just didn't feel like we were getting that kind of energy from from our side. So. Uh, you know, those kids deserve it. They work their tails off. They're up there working out at 6 a.m. in the morning. So, uh, you know, let's get excited about football at West Limestone. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, I'll be developing a little bit more of a buzz now. You know, you start off with a big county rivalry week uh, in week zero, a big win. And so maybe that will create a little bit more of that buzz for the Friday nights. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. You know, not very many people's had us picked to win that game. And, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of new guys. You know, I told you 16 out of 22 or, you know, 22 starters and from last year, and I had two of those sitting on the sideline last night. So, right. uh, that you know, we're suspended and didn't play. So, you know, we were uh, – we had four guys on the field that started last year. So, yeah. wow. Uh, you know, I was really impressed with the kids. I told them after the game, I'm, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever been as proud of, of a team as I am them because – the way we ended last year and the way they worked their tails off and come together as a team and, uh, you know, growing and all that good stuff. You know, that was a game we found a way to lose last year and we found a way to win this year. This so, year. Okay. Uh, you know, just just real, real super proud of them. Yeah, and you know, um, you got huge contributions from uh, players playing both sides of the ball. You know, with like I mentioned earlier with Haven, you know, he made some big hits on defense and made some big catches on offense. You got Easton who had the pick on defense and you know, four touchdowns uh, running the ball on offense. So, just talk to me, you know, about some of the. Uh, double contributions these players have, including Colin, you know, because Colin's the, uh, he did a lot of punting last night too. Whenever uh, the drives came up short, he had some really good effective punts. Yeah, and if he, he'd have played defense, if my DB's coach would have listened to me, Coach Wallace kept fighting me off. He he has a lot, I mean, he has a lot of confidence in our freshman JT winner, and uh, he throwed him out there, and you know I I trust him, and I try, you know that. That's something that's hard sometimes as a head coach is to trust your assistant coaches and the decisions yeah. they make. But they're the guys, they're the ones working with them over there and break up and watching them every day. So, uh, you know, JT did a great job, came in as a, as a freshman and got to play. That's big, uh, man, because a lot. Freshmen and, and varsity or seniors are massively different in physical growth most of the time. Yeah. Well, going from last year, we had one sophomore that played all year last year. Yeah. And the rest of them were all juniors and seniors. So, and that was Easton. And yeah, y'all know how good yeah. he is. But uh, great last night, yeah, they were. They, you know, they just they had to gut it out. You know, uh, you know, one of our running backs was one that was suspended, and so Easton had to suck it up and take his workload. And, and, yep. and we had a great contribution from Elijah Regina and yeah. Dakota McNair. They stepped in, two other seniors, and yeah. Uh, Man, just what a team effort. You know, I didn't hear any bickering. I didn't hear any finger pointing. I didn't hear any of that stuff, you know. Uh, and Colin did a great job. He had one uh-oh, and, you know, he lost his cool for a minute and, and cost us one. But he he made a great play and made up for it. And then sure did. They, they made one. They got a 15-yarder, you know, hitting him later over there on the sideline. So, uh, you know, he, he came back to us late in July and, you know, he's done everything we've asked him to do and made up all his misses and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I was real proud of him last night, too. Yeah, and uh, one thing I thought, you know, was a really significant impact on the game was his ability to roll out of the pocket and extend plays. It, I mean, it really seemed like that made a big impact on the game. Yeah, you know what else has a big impact on? 
my heart rate. <laughs> uh, we'd like for him to sit sit in there and throw the ball, but you know he's he's a playmaker. Uh, yeah. You know, he's he showed since sophomore year he can yeah. he can get out of there and make plays. And uh, you know last year I think he kind of got maybe a little careless with it, but last night I thought he did a great job. He threw it away when he needed to throw it away. He yeah. made a play when he could make a play, and you know he ran it when he needed to run it. So you know we're going to continue to ask him to do those things and take care of the football. Is he, is he a senior this year? He is. Oh, yes. Wow, time's flying. Yeah. Yeah. I got here. These kids were in eighth grade. So, you know, we've been together a long time, and this is, uh, you know, a good group. We've lost a few over the way, but, uh, you know, this group is, is tight, and I, it's it's something special to watch when you got a group that comes together like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, you, you brought up the whole experience thing, you know, how a lot of them are young, but, you know, when they've been a part of your program and all they've known is you and during your time there, it probably makes it a little bit easier with, you know, that youth and maybe a little bit of that inexperience. Yeah, yeah. It definitely does, and it just builds continuity and all that stuff with with the kids and the staff. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm just super proud of them. They've done a great job overcoming what you know what you know the end of last year didn't end well for us. It was uh it was a bad time for us losing the last three and not making playoffs, and you know I had some people quit, and and so you know they've done a good job of kind of you know staying on a baseline through all that and coming together and and just. Again, super proud of them. So this week, Clemens. Clemens comes to us. We'll be out there too. Will y'all? Yes. And I say y'all, I'll be in the fan, in the stands. It'll be the first time I've ever been on the opposite side of a West Limestone Clements rivalry. You don't have to go over. I mean, you can you can stand on our <laughs> side. You know, brother, blood's thicker than water. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he's uh, he's getting his coaching teeth cut this morning with the yep. middle school stuff, and it's first year for him to, to coach. He played a lot, so yep. I'm excited. And uh, but this is this is West Limestone's interview right now. So that's right. Yes, sir. So next week's Clements. Uh, Clements comes once again to home games. Clements comes to uh well we got we got uh i think our first five out of six games at home really yeah hmm. uh well we played first three in a row at home and then we end the last three on the road so we, you know we need to get off to a fast start yes well y'all certainly did last night and uh you know it's uh interesting not too many teams i feel like start off with two straight rivalry games to begin the year i mean that alone has at least created a lot of buzz you know just within your own football team well yeah yeah you, it's it's not hard to get them up to uh well you know coach Nader talked about it. he said i'm sure they had plenty of ammunition he uh you know after the way last season ended and uh you know we just you know we we they fed off of that and you know what uh you know we got clemens this week and you know i told them enjoy it come monday morning at 6 a.m we ain't worried about but one person. We're not celebrating anymore. Right. That's, that's Clements. We got to go to work. So nobody cares about what you did. They want to know what you're going to do. So have you gotten a chance to look at them yet? I hadn't. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I know it was just last night. Yeah, unless he's changed <laughs> a lot, you know, I kind of know what to expect. You know, yeah. Coach Parker does a good job. And, uh, you know, they'll they'll be fired up to play us, so we better be ready to play. That's, that's the thing about both you coaches. Y'all bring, you bring fire to the table. You bring well-prepared teams to the field. I appreciate that. Yes. Well, let's do a senior spotlight, and then we'll let you go. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, how many you want me to do? Two. Just let's just do one because we're. All right. We're let me go with. Uh, let me go with Elijah Regina. Mm-hmm. You know, he starts at outside linebacker for us, and with the other running back being out, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hard on him, and he, <laughs> he, he, uh, he don't always take it the right way, but he did a great job last night running the football, giving us some carries. Uh, Easton cramped up there just for a second. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, he did a great job going in there and playing defense and playing offense. And, you know, he's on several special teams. So, you know, we uh, – they're just real proud of him, and you know he's he's waited four years or three years for this. You know it's his first year starting, so uh, you know he's played a lot of JV, but he hasn't played varsity. But proud of proud of the way he competed and and hang, hung in there last night. Did a great job for us. You know we we ain't, we're, we're I counted the other day we're we're playing about 18 guys. Wow. Okay. So it's 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 a lot of two platooning and uh, you know. He he did a great job for us tonight, uh, last night stepping up when you know when it, when the time needed. Absolutely. Well, coach, thank you so much for joining us, man. Appreciate your time, sir. Yes, sir. See you Sunday morning. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> we we attend church together, oh, yeah? so I had to throw that out there I'll, for us. I'll start going there too. Come on out, brother. We'd love, right, it. love to see you. Coming to the nine forty-five service. Yes, sir. All right, dude. It's time to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talking WKAC, the Big Ten Eighty. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk anywhere you go by downloading the Tailgate Talk app for your Android or iPhone. We'll be back with more after this. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Caution. The temperature isn't the only thing soaring this summer. Call Ardmore Telephone Company today and upgrade your internet to move faster than ever. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss our internet options so you can connect to everything you need. Give Ardmore Telephone Company a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. 
Hi, this is Scott Hunter, former Alabama Crimson Tide and NFL quarterback. And you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tom McClung, old Tom Cat here alongside one Adam 12, Adam Dodson, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, and we are live at Cooperfield on the high school campus of Ardmore High School in Ardmore, Alabama. And just right over there is Ardmore, Tennessee, but we won't talk about that right no, now. No, no, no. We got head coach Michael Parker of the Clements Colts. Fresh off a good victory last night. And coach, it was a good win. There's a lot of frustrating things, but it was a good win. It was it was a good win. We, we played well, uh, especially off Offensively, we played yes. well. Yeah. Um, you know, we we shot ourselves in the foot several times. Uh, just stupid penalties, and uh, you know, I don't know that we did all of them, but you know, yeah, you, you know, you ain't gonna win that fight. Not gonna win that fight. I'm gonna fight it, but I'm not gonna win it. I told my wife last night. There was a guy down there that was just he was yelling and yelling. I said, you know, that was me 15 yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I was quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, we, we had. We put 48 on the board and had four called back. So, yes. You know, wow. That's, they uh, tell you. I say we, we we had one fourth down conversion and never punted. So, we had a good night offensively. Our offensive line just just dominated. They I mean, did. They, y'all, y'all never punted? Never Mm-mm. punted. Really? No. So, uh, you know, we, offensively, we did okay. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some things to work on, obviously, uh, first first game. But we got, and we got a long way to go. But – you know, defensive stuff. We got to take better angles yeah. at, on tackling folks. And but I'm gonna give kudos to that little five foot two quarterback of Holly Pond. That sucker shifty, hey, he is, and he is fast. He's shifty. I, one of my coaches takes me. He said, "Coach, I'm looking at a little miniature Johnny Manziel." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, he's shifty now. He he could go. Uh, and that big 81. He wasn't he wasn't great, but he's a big old target. Big old target. So, yeah, he he finally caught one there yeah, to yeah, end. Yeah, he did. But uh, so uh, you know we. We played well. Just there's just a whole lot of mistakes that we got to fix. And, yeah. You know, and you know, West Limestone's not Holly Pond, so right. we got to fix those quick. In order That's to true. Ever compete. So, you know, like you said, it was a good win. It was, it was a good win. Great win for the community. Man, our student section was awesome. What, was they not awesome or oh, what? Were they were they uh, were they jumping pretty good? Well, they had the safety vest and the hat, <laughs> and the third middle of the fourth quarter, almost like maybe three or four minutes left. They all run down to the gate. Every one of them run down to the gate, and and coach, you probably share on that better than me. But that's when. You finally closed the game out. You knew that, yeah. you know, it was going to take – it's a minute and 44 seconds. It was going to take two scores. You guys held them on fourth down, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a minute and 44 seconds ago, and I seen this drove of people going off the bleachers. And I thought, what is and they're looking at the student section. So then I looked back, and they're down here at the gate waiting for the game to end. And I sent one of my assistant coaches down there and said, hey, go go tell this, the uh, deputies to let them in. There you go. Nice. So they – they went down there and said, they, they can't come on the field right now. I said, I want them on the sideline behind us. So, anyway, they deserve that. They, you know, yep. they, they come on cheering as they run on. I'm having to get them off the field, get them on the sideline. <laughs> That's but high school you know, football. Had it, man, it was, it was a great atmosphere. Great that atmosphere. must have been a theme from last week because uh, – Yeah, Lauderdale well, County had their the same thing. With the safety vest with yeah. the hard hats at Tanner. I, I heard that. I, yeah. um, uh, the report, the editor that was there, she uh, sent me that. So, yeah, maybe it was just a theme. That's interesting. Though. Yeah. But, uh, but Coach – you know, like you said, like you said, it was a good win. But you know, first game, obviously, there's going to be some mistakes. But what did you learn about the group last night, just in general? Uh, I think 
they learned a whole lot about themselves. Yeah. You know, I I, I pretty much knew what I had going in. But that group at Clements, ever since I've been there, we've had some good athletes and we've had some good play at times, but we've never had a complete unit. And they played as a unit last they night. They did. As, mm-hmm. as a whole unit. Man, the offensive line, I can't say enough about them. They Your offensive know. line got some mean and grit to them, they do. what I saw last they night. They do, and they, you know, they smelt blood and they went after it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, on one of the kickoff returns, I think Jacob Peoples knocked that kid under the bleacher. Going yeah, <laughs> I was just about uh, to ask about him. Yeah, he's uh, – Which – who was number 50, black kid? That was uh, Kobe Turner. Kobe Turner. Dog. You talking about a beast, man. Yeah. He didn't stop. I mean, I'd say if he could run them, it's like that block in the, the blind side where he's yeah. running him. He yeah. blocks him. If he could have done that, he would have. He would yeah. have because he would uh, – we teach him to block to the whistle, and that's what they did. I mean, it, sometimes – a little bit after the whistle and you know uh uh, you know, if we get flagged for that, so yeah. be it. So be it. Yeah. Every play in the fourth quarter, you score a touchdown the last two or three times. I didn't even watch the kid cross the finish line. Yeah. You're not saying anything about this, Coach. It's in your contract. But I was looking back for the guy during holding flags. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, that's yeah. how that's how often in the trust. Like you said, how many four you had called yeah, back? Four called back. I mean, yeah. it was just uh, – And it was it far was, away from the play. It wasn't yeah. there. And here's the deal, man. I don't. I don't remember getting a holding penalty on a first and ten, and we get six or seven yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a holding penalty. It was always on the breakaway. Yeah, so, it was. You know, interesting. And, and yeah. it was always behind the play where no everybody else is watching. The last, uh, no, it wasn't the last. The time, the third touchdown they called back. We we run a sweep, and the uh, my offensive tackle number fifty, mm-hmm. Kobe, pancaked the kid. He didn't get up off of him fast enough. They call it holding. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, it's fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He's tired. Yeah. He's tired. I mean, he killed it all night. He's tired. Yes. So I'm sitting here I was wondering film. why because – I'm sitting here watching the film and he's, he got up off of him. I mean, he didn't, he didn't bounce up off of him, but he got up off of him. It was yeah. like he rubbed him in the dirt. Or well, like bad intentions. Or right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not complaining about the officials. We're stating facts that we saw on the football. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm, I'm the announcer. I'm not in the – I'm not in <laughs> contract. Contractual. You're uh, you're you're fine and yeah. I'm, I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad about officials. I'm just watching, calling the football uh, game know. that I watched. So let's take a look at West Limestone. <laughs> we'll be out there covering that game, awesome. and then we'll get your senior spotlight after that. All right. Uh, well, you know West. I ain't watched a whole lot of film on them yet. Uh, that's what I'll spend most of my evening doing. So, you know. They're a West Limestone, man. They're going to be strong. They're going to yeah. be physical. Shelby does a good job over there with those kids. They play hard for him. And, you know, they look at Clements as a win. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's a big factor going into it. If you're confident you beat somebody, you know, it's, right. it, it plays a big factor into it. So we got to overcome that and understand that last night wasn't a fluke. Right. You know, we're here to we're here to play. Yes. Right. Um, you know, I, I – this group is the first group I've had that's mine. You yeah, know, they yeah. come with me really? all the okay. way through. So, you know, they. Uh, I'm not saying anything about the prior coaches, but we know each other. That's what I'm saying. You're, right. I can call a play from sideline, any formation, and my quarterback just knows. Right. I, he just. Uh, I can change up a formation. He knows. And mention your quarterback there. He played with a lot of heart because it's. It, part of the way of the game, he got a little sick of his stomach, I think. Yeah. And uh, that uh, third quarter, he he never 
third quarter, fourth quarter, he was giving it everything he had. Yeah, I, I had to pull him out there for a minute. Uh, he just – he takes – I was telling my wife on the way up here, he takes a lot of stress and pressure on himself. Mm-hmm. He thinks this is his football team, and that's the way it should be. Right. You know, and he takes he takes care of the offensive linemen. Uh, so, he – he, th- he takes that as his football team, and, mm-hmm. and he's the leader there. So a lot of anxiety built up into the game, and then the nerves, the butterflies, and, and all that stuff get to you. And you, it's just, it's the first game of the season, so the uh, it comes out, and he's giving everything he's got because yeah. he's wide open. And next thing you know, you hit that wall that yeah. requires patience yeah, exactly. to, to go the endurance. Exactly. All right. Now, Coach, go ahead and give us a senior spotlight real quick. Brady Moore. Brady Moore. That's a good one. man, he, uh, I was going to read y'all. Uh, he can squat a half-ton truck Yeah, just about. <laughs> he can. He Last time I got him at 635. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, that's pretty stout. Yeah, he went uh, last night's stats. He went five for six for 206 yards and two touchdowns. He rushed 15 carries for 141 yards and two touchdowns. Had 10 tackles on the defense and one interception, a block extra point. Can't do much better than that. Yeah, I think that's a spotlight. That's a good spotlight. That's a, spotlight. Yeah, that's a, good, spotlight. <laughs> that's a good spotlight. Coach, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. Uh, best it. of luck next week. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big 1080. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Customers agree there's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Since 1998, their mission has been to keep folks happy by helping them scoot in and scoot out quickly while roasting their coffee from the top 10% of specialty beans in the world. Choose from hot drinks like their Caramelicious and Honey Vanilla Latte to cold offerings like the Strawberry Acai Quencher and Iced Mocha. They've also got smoothies, teas, and blenders. You'll agree, too. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Amazing people, amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooter's Coffee. 547 Highway 72 West in Athens at Town Center. Scooter's Coffee. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Bring the man in motion across the line of scrimmage. They give it to him on the sweep play. He's outside, got a little bit of room. Now down the sideline, cuts it back. He's angling for the end zone, and he will score. Wow. Join us this football season for Limestone County football, streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. 
sports. Listen later on demand or download anytime you want by going to the archives at pasnetwork.net. Limestone County football from Play Action Sports. Hey, this is Charles Morrison, varsity baseball coach with Lindsey Lane Christian Academy, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I am Adam Dodson, and we are at Cooper Field, home of the Ardmore High School Tigers, where we are at the middle school jamboree over here at Tailgate Talk. And now we got a very special guest here. His name is David Marinus. He is the author of Path Lit by Lightning, The Life of Jim Thorpe. Uh, David, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, it's a little rainy here. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, but everything's good. Okay, great. Well, you know, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us about this book that, you know, is, you know, it's huge. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm delighted to talk with you. Yes, sir. So uh, really where I want to start off is uh, you mentioned in the book how you call him a mythic talent. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, the myth of Jim Thorpe, you know, being in the era he was and about, you know, just the more of the legend about him and his story. Well, you know, it's hard to compare athletes from different generations because of differences in diet and training and equipment and so on. Yeah. Um, but Jim Thorpe was a mythic talent. He was what he did is unparalleled in American sports history before or since. Um, no one else has won the decathlon and pentathlon in the Olympics been an all-american football player twice um the first great pro football player the founder of what became the founder and first president of what became the national football league and a major league baseball player yeah that trifecta is unparalleled and that was jim thorpe well yeah no he, you also talk a little bit about what he overcame so not only was he this yes. myth- mythic figure but he was also uh you know very very much targeted for uh you know his background talk to me a little bit about you know the obstacles he overcame in that regard yeah the, you know the reason i wrote the book is because i i could see um both the drama of his story and illuminate american history and sociology through his life Jim Thorpe was born in Indian Territory. He was a member of the Sac and Fox Nation. He was a descendant in the clan of the great uh, Sac and Fox warrior Black Hawk. Um, He went off to an Indian boarding school at age 16. Um, The motto of the boarding schools was kill the Indian, save the man. Mm. In other words, take all of the Indianness out of them, rid them of their culture, their language, their religion, cut their hair and dress them in the uniforms of the U.S. Cavalry yeah. and try to assimilate and acculturate them into white society. And that represented a lot of what he had to deal with throughout his life. Okay. And, uh, you know, I feel like that plays a huge role, not only in, into his success, but also the, you know, the, the myth of him is that he had to deal with all these uh, other things that were completely uh, non-sports related. Oh, absolutely. Um, and even, you know, at, at the uh, height of his fame, when he won those gold medals, they were taken away from him. They were rescinded mm. um, for nefarious reasons. Um, he had played minor league baseball in the Bush Leagues for two summers um, when he was uh, at Carlisle um, in the Eastern Carolina League. 
but literally, uh, Adam, hundreds of of college athletes were playing summer league baseball then for a little bit of pay. All they, most of them were doing it under aliases. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower, the future president, played yeah. under the name uh, Wilson in the Kansas State League. But Jim Thorpe played under the name Jim Thorpe. And when the story broke that he had played after the Olympics, several important people um, denied that they knew what he was doing when they did know just to save their own reputations right and in essence uh it was easier for them to throw uh this native american under the bus than to acknowledge the whole system was corrupt interesting and uh you know i just kind of want to segue off that to you know talk to me a little bit about the how you came up with the title of the book path lit by lightning sure um Catholic by Jim Thorpe was born in 1887 okay. um, along the banks of the North Canadian River in central Oklahoma. And there was a thunderstorm uh, the night when he and his twin brother Charlie were born, and he got the name Pathlet by Lightning. It's the Sack and Fox name for him, oh. uh, translated from Wathohawk, and that's where I got the name. And it's sort of, it's both a poetic name and it illuminates his life. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that I find that very interesting. You know that because you really in, encapsulate you know his uh, Native American background while also coming up with you know really what his path was. Yes, exactly. Okay, uh, and it was it was a long and interesting path. Believe me, I've never encountered somebody who who during his lifetime met so many interesting people. You know, he he played football against Dwight Eisenhower and Omar Bradley, the other general in World War II. Um, on his Olympic team in 1912 was George S. Patton. Uh, he went to Hollywood and acted with Bob Hope and uh, Burt Lancaster played him in the movies. I mean, just as he played baseball against uh, Negro Leaguers greats Satchel Paige and oh, Josh yeah. Gibson, sat in the dugout with Babe Ruth. I mean, just everybody sort of went through uh, Jim Thorpe's life. Interesting. And, you know, uh, without really revealing too much about the book, because obviously, you know, I want people to read it and, you know, discover it for themselves. But talk to me about something that really uh, struck you when you were doing your biography on him, doing your background research, something that, you know, really stood out to you that maybe you weren't expecting. Well, I, one of the things I wasn't expecting actually has to do with football, which was his coach at Carlisle um, was Pop Warner, you know, famed Pop Warner of youth football. And he was a terrific coach, very inventive, one of the first proponents of the forward pass, developed a single wing and double wing offense. Mm-hmm. But Pop Warner was not a great human being. And, uh, you know, short, during Jim Thorpe's um, career there, um, the Native American players who played for him rebelled against him and said that he was both mentally and physically abusive. Uh, um, so, you know, kind of interesting other side of the story to Pop Warner. Yeah, so it's just interesting that, you you know, you learn things about other people while you're doing this biography on one person. Excellent. Well, the people that intersect with his life in yeah. various ways. Yeah, I mean, as for Jim Thorpe himself, there were so many um, parts of his life that, that surprised me. I didn't realize that that uh, after his uh, athletic career was over, he went out to Hollywood yeah. and was really uh, in 70 movies, you know, as an extra or in small parts, and was really uh, the leading spokesperson for, for about 200 Native Americans who were in the fringes of the studio system trying to get jobs and urging the studios not to hire white people and mm. to play Indians in the Westerns, which they were doing a lot of. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 
Furthermore, do you talk any about, you know, he has an award named after him, you know, a yes. very, very big college football award. Do you talk any about that in the book? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he was uh, in his era, in Jim Thorpe's era, the football players played 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. They didn't come out of the game. So he was a brilliant left halfback. Um, and also a great defensive back slash linebacker. Right. Um, and the the uh, college award is for the greatest defensive back. Yep. And Jim Thorpe was terrific at that. He could literally do anything on a football field. He was not only a great runner and def- and tackler and, and uh, defensive back, but he also was a great punter, um, probably the best punter of his era. He could punt the ball 70, 80 yards routinely. He was also a place kicker. He won many important games with his field goals and drop kicks. So he could literally do it all, and playing defensive back was part of that. Ah, well, you know, we got this Heisman guy. Maybe we just need to change the Heisman Award to the Thorpe Award. <laughs> he was a better player by far than Heisman, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's very interesting. You know, he's uh, he's kind of like the original, like, everything man, for lack of a better term. You know, he's, he's a Hollywood guy. He's a football guy. He's a baseball guy. He's a... Uh, He's just a little bit of everything, a lot of everything, yeah, actually. I mean, all around. I mean, that's what the decathlon is, right? It's yeah. 10 different events, and he was great at that. So, he, you know, he, could, he, he was even a great ballroom dancer huh. <laughs> <laughs> and could play ice hockey. Um, but that's not to say that his life wasn't troubled. It was. After after his career was over, he struggled in various ways. Some, you know, because of society's prejudices, some of his own doing. Mm. He struggled with alcohol um, throughout his life, his later life. And so, you know, it's it's not an entirely uh, triumphant story, but it's one of perseverance and enormous talent. Well, I guess when you're a biographer, you got to, you know, you got to highlight everything. And, you know, I think what that highlights is that, you know, none of us are perfect and that all of us go through our own struggles. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's no such thing as the perfect human being. And people can identify with somebody who struggles and keeps going and perseveres. And that's the story of Jim Thorpe. Awesome. You've got a picture in this book, and I've seen it several times and, and, you know, have heard the story behind it. But the one where he's standing there and he's got two different shoes on. Absolutely. Um, For the folks who might not know that story, tell that. Sure. Well, that was in Stockholm in 1912 at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He was competing in the decathlon, and one morning uh, he couldn't find his shoes. Um, part of the, you know, some people say that they were stolen. I'm not sure of that. They were, in any case, went missing, misplaced. And he and his coach, Pop Warner, had to struggle to find another pair of shoes. They came up with a pair of mismatched shoes, different sizes, different, you know, everything was different about them. So he had to, for one pair of the shoes, he had to wear two pairs of socks just to make them fit. Um, And yet he went out and competed in two events and won them even with the bad shoes. Uh, Wow. On his way to winning the decathlon by a bigger margin than anybody in history. Well, and, you know, I think that kind of highlights what you were mentioning earlier. It's hard to compare athletes, you know, from different eras because of, you know, diet and workout regimen and stuff like that. Because, you know, uh, there wouldn't be too many athletes today who would have to, uh, you know, compete wearing different shoes. I don't think so. You know, when people ask me who's the modern equivalent of Jim Thorpe, you know, I would say it was uh, an Alabama guy, probably Bo Jackson, right? Um, Oh, yeah. Who was uh, who could do anything? I, he didn't compete in the decathlon, but he probably could have and done well. Um, but but it is hard to compare from different generations because of all of that. Yeah, because uh, y- you know, I, I think it's interesting you bring up uh, you know the great great Auburn running back Bo Jackson. He uh, 
you know, but he was never really involved in Hollywood. He was never really involved in, no. you know, the, in, in the Olympics, especially to the scale that, you know, Jim Thorpe was. And, you know, I, I, not. I think I think part of that is, you know, as uh, sports has modernized, you know, people are, you know, athletes are told, you know, specify in one sport, you know, focus on one sport where I'm sure in Thorpe's era, that was way, way, way less common. It was far less common. And, you know, in Bo Jackson's era, it was, it was he was uh, rare in that he played two sports, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Football and baseball. Well, Thorpe played at least three. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now now at it, what is it, at age 10 or 11, the, the young athletes are siphoned off into one specialty, which, I, you know, I, I don't particularly like myself, but I understand the pressures for it. But, I, you know, I think all playing all the sports is good for kids. No doubt. And, uh, you know, I have a... I have a coworker at the, the newspaper I work for who swears that if Dan Marino played in today's NFL, that you know Dan Marino would absolutely dominate. And you know, this is almost—it's <laughs> almost impossible to actually compare that. But tell me a little bit about your perspective about how good of an athlete Thorpe would be in the modern era. Um, he would. Well, he, I think that football was his best sport. Um, and I think he would have to, you know, he would play either offense or defense, probably as a runner. I compare him a little bit to Paul Horning in that he would be both a, a great halfback and a kicker, which Horning was as well. Uh-huh. Um, but he was better than Horning in, in both of those aspects. So, you know, he would be an All-American and a great pro uh, in football today. He wasn't the biggest guy in the world. He was about six feet and and uh, 190 to 200 pounds, um, but he was swift and strong and uh, very agile. Well, you okay. mentioned Paul Horning uh, uh, of the, the great Green Bay Packers, of which I am a huge fan, by the way. You're up there <laughs> right. in Wisconsin. But uh, yep. uh, we'll segue. Uh, and I wanted to talk about some of your other books. You have written a book about Vince Lombardi. Absolutely. Well. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, When Pride Still Mattered. Um, it was my first sports biography. I sort of consider it the first of a trilogy from Lombardi to Roberto Clemente to Jim Thorpe. Mm. And Lombardi was my chance to write not just about, you know, I did grow up in Wisconsin when the glory years Packers were were dominant, but it gave me an opportunity to explore um, Lombardi, the meaning of Lombardi. I mean, he struggled for 20 years as an assistant coach before he got his chance uh, to prove himself. He was 46 years old and about to give up football and go into banking um, when oh Green God. Bay gave him the shot. And then, you know, those nine seasons up in Green Bay, he was unparalleled, won five championships in seven seasons and became the iconic figure who's now has the Super Bowl trophy named for him because his Packers won the first uh, two Super Bowls. Um, but it was my chance to write about competition and success in American life and leadership and what it takes and what it costs. Um, and I tried to do that all through his incredible life. Going into banking, can you imagine going up to his window and you've got a problem with your account? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the stories in my book is a kid who was had the paper route in Green Bay that included the Lombardi house on Sunset Circle. And the kid said he was scared to death for two years that when he came to collect uh, that Vince Lombardi would answer the door. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm sure you touch on this in the book, uh, 
the impact Lombardi has had on coaches still to this day. You know, they still use his speeches. And, uh, you, yes. know, it, you know, at the start of seasons, you know, Jimmy Valvano, when he gave that really great speech at the ESPYs, he brought up how his first game, uh, I can't remember where he was at the time. I think it was maybe Rutgers or NC State. But he uh, he brought up a Vince Lombardi speech, and I think that this speaks to how he resonated beyond just football. Absolutely. You know, some people misunderstand Lombardi a little bit. I mean, he was a tough guy, but he leavened that with love for his players. Um, and, you know, there's some coaches who think that being Lombardi means you're just a, you know, a tough uh, coach. And there's more to it than that. Lombardi knew how to get the best out of all his players. Awesome. And, you know, you mentioned uh, Roberto Clemente. Let's I would like to talk a little bit about that, because I'm sure you talk a lot about, you know, how he was a very he was very dedicated to giving back to people. Yeah. You know, so many athletes are called heroes, but very few of them really are. Um, Roberto Clemente was his, you know, his motto was, if you have a chance to help others and fail to do so, you're wasting your time on this earth. He was a very proud Puerto Rican um, and Latino, the first great Latino player in the major leagues. And when there was an earthquake in Nicaragua in 1972, um, he organized humanitarian aid to help the people down there. And he heard that the strongman dictator of Nicaragua, Antonio Somoza, was withholding the aid for his own purposes. Clemente said, well, if I go, it'll get to the people. He boarded a plane which crashed on, on takeoff. Mm-hmm. You know, so he died heroically trying to help humanity. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and that will... That's the first thing I ever learned about him was that he passed away literally trying to give back to others and make a difference yes. in, the, in the world. Yeah, that, that was Clemente. He, he truly did that. You know, aside from being a great baseball player and a beautiful right fielder, I think one of the great thrills in baseball is to watch a right fielder make a great throw to third base or home plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clemente could do that. I, I can't tell you how many people I interviewed who said they, that that was the, mo- the strongest memory they had of baseball was watching Clemente make a great throw. Yeah, and unfortunately that was before my time, so I never got to watch him personally. <laughs> I never got to watch him personally, but it sounds like he was uh, one heck of a player and was really able to use this platform to make a difference. That's exactly right. So you've got uh, a book signing coming up next week up in Nashville, not too far from Yeah, us. I do. I'll be, I'm, I'm going from uh, Tulsa to Oklahoma City to Nashville. I'll be there on August 25th hmm. at a great independent bookstore there called Parnassus. Parnassus. Um, and interestingly, uh, I'll be in conversation with my son, Andrew Marinus, who's also a writer who lives, works at Vanderbilt and lives oh. there. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'll get to see Andrew and his family and also talk with him at the bookstore. So I guess you get to save money on a hotel then. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> he's got two little kids. It's oh, too hectic. Okay. 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 Well, you, know, yeah. you know, Nashville, uh, you, you ever visited Nashville, Nashville before? Oh, I've been there many times. As a matter of fact, I teach every other year at Vanderbilt. So, yeah, it's one of my sort of homes away from home. There you go. You know, uh, Nashville's growing like crazy. So uh, I hope you oh, can get sure in there is. with all the road construction. Yeah, I know. I know. Every time you look around, there's a new uh, apartment or something going up. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great place to it's a great place to be. And you know, I would love to yeah. maybe possibly get up there. What did you say the name of the uh, uh, the book signing? It was Parnassus. Oh, great. Yeah, Parnassus, P-A-R-N-A-S-S-U-S. Okay. It's in the Green Hills neighborhood. It's it's the great independent bookstore in Nashville. 
and I think I started probably six or six thirty um, on next Wednesday night. Next Wednesday night, maybe maybe yep. I can maybe I can swing that. Are you? Are yeah, you well, just, be fun. Are you gonna just doing the Jim Thorpe book, or are you gonna have? Your yeah, no. I mean, um, people can ask me questions about something else, but I'm there for the Thorpe book. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know yep. folks could come yep. by some of the other ones. So. Yep. Sure, they can. Yeah, they'll have some of the others there. Okay. Cool. Well, you know, we really appreciate you coming on the show and you know uh, plugging this book with us, Pathlet by Lightning, okay. you know, by David Marinus, who's also the best-selling author of When Pride Still Mattered. You know, and this book highlights on the life of Jim Thorpe, but also check out his books on Robert uh, Roberto Clemente, excuse me, and Vince Lombardi. And uh, Mr. Marinus, thank you very much for coming on. Well, before we oh, let my you, my pleasure, guys. Before Great we to let talk you, with you. Before we oh, yeah. let you go, tell folks how they can get okay. your book. Yes, sir. Um, oh well, it's 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 readily available. Um, it's already a bestseller, so you can get it at any um, Costco, um, at Barnes and Noble, on Amazon, or at your independent bookstore. Great. Well, uh, Mr. Marinus, I hope to see you next Wednesday. Uh, if you oh, want to see Mr. Marinus, go to Nashville and go to Parnassus and uh, check out <laughs> and check him out. And, uh, and once, have a good time in Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, once again, we really appreciate it and uh, hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Thanks so much. Good talking with you guys. Thank you. And we'll be right back on Applebee's Tailgate Talk live from Cooper Field. Miss part of this week's Tailgate Talk? Go online to tailgatetalk.net and hear the archives. Call or text us with your comments during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Customers agree. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Since 1998, their mission has been to keep folks happy by helping them scoot in and scoot out quickly while roasting their coffee from the top 10% of specialty beans in the world. Choose from hot drinks like their Caramelicious and Honey Vanilla Latte to cold offerings like the Strawberry Acai Quencher and Iced Mocha. They've also got smoothies, teas, and blenders. You'll agree, too. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Amazing people, amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooter's Coffee, 547 Highway 72 West in Athens at Town Center. Scooter's Coffee. Hey, guys. This is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. 
CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Takes the snap. He's going to roll out to the far side. He's going to throw it off his back foot deep. He's got a man. Touchdown, James Clemens. Be listening for James Clemens High School football this season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports or on your Play Action Sports app and later on demand. You can also hear the replays at Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this season from Play Action Sports. Hi, this is former Major League catcher Ed Hearn, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I am Adam Dodson alongside our producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert. We are live from Cooper Field here, home of the Ardmore Tigers for the Middle School Jamboree. And joining us is the East Limestone head football coach, Clint Woodfin. Mr. Woodfin, how are we doing? Hey, guys. Great. Saturday morning, uh, sitting here at Ardmore playing some football, and this is as good as it gets. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I saw you out there, you know, coaching the middle schoolers up a little bit. What are you looking at, you know, just from the middle school level, just to, you know, build that foundation for the high school level uh I, I think i think every coach when they look at their middle school uh program it's just making sure that they've got good numbers um that the kids are learning football uh they're learning how to play full speed they're learning how to how to put their face on people how to block how to tackle fundamental football uh and having a good experience with it absolutely uh, and you know we always know that as kids go through the through the grades and middle school turns into high school, there's always going to be some attrition that takes place. We just want to make sure we got we got a solid foundation and, and we coach up our kids how we want to how, how we want to coach them and instill the behaviors and beliefs that, that we want to instill. Absolutely. And, you know, just uh, kind of segueing to the high school level, you know, you all started your season off on Thursday, big rivalry game with Athens. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Limestone traveled incredibly, incredibly well to yes, L- Larry McCoy Field. It was a great atmosphere. Really, in- really enjoyed seeing both teams out there, seeing both coaches. Uh, just talk to me about what you take away from uh, from the outcome of the game and uh, where you all go from here against Central Florence next week. Well, I think, you know, number one, you know, give Coach Gross uh, a ton of credit. His his kids were ready to play. Um, one of the best Athens teams that, that I've seen in, in, in several years. I, th- I think they're going to be really, really strong in their region. Um, but uh, th- they came ready to play. And and I think um, I think for us, some of the takeaways, I think in the first half we had some things that didn't go our way. We we lost the turnover battle. Uh, we had two two fumbles and interception that gave Athens the ball in in uh, in plus territory. Um, we had uh, we lost the field position game, uh, which I think was big, and we never got a, a break in terms of momentum. Uh, there was an inadvertent whistle with a recovered fumble that we had that yeah. just completely it was right after we scored. Uh, so it, it really changed the tide of, of kind of what was taking place. And it took us a while to get settled in and play in that type of environment because mm-hmm. uh, our kids were super excited. Um, but I think there were a lot of takeaways in terms of things that could be done. Um, we got a chance to really, really evaluate our players. With us playing on Thursday, we had a chance to look at the film yesterday and uh, got some things that we can correct and the things we can correct, we can correct. Uh, yeah. And, of course, the best thing is coming out of a game, we didn't have any injuries. Absolutely. Uh, so that's big. Yeah, and you know, uh, 
you all are not lacking in confidence. I, I know that enough about you and enough about the team now that you all are a very confident group and believe in each other. And, uh, you know, you talk a little bit about the takeaways. And now talk to me about, you know, uh, your preparation this upcoming week for Central Florence because, you know, it's going to be your, your home opener and a lot of people are going to be very excited. I, they will. I, I told our guys, um, told our guys yesterday and I told them, uh, Thursday after the game, I said, "Look, I said, uh, I said, you guys are not going. You guys are not going to watch Thursday night's game. I said, y'all need to just get to school, show up, and then we're we're going to talk about it this weekend. Um, but for us, and the thing that I told them, I said, look, I said this game's over with. I said we've got a really good Central Florence team that we've got to prepare for that's going to help us get us into the next season, mm -hmm. which is region play, and that's the most important season that we have to that we have to prepare for and get ready. And I said, look, we got one week. Um, really, we got two weeks. But we have one week to make sure we fix the mistakes that we made to to to, to harp on the, the strengths and the things we did well, and to make sure that we're ready to go for Central because that will get us ready for Fairview and going down to Fairview and playing a really good Fairview team. Yeah. Um, in two weeks. Absolutely. And you now you talked a little bit about, you know, the re mutual respect that you and Coach Gross have for each other because, you know, you've played them multiple times mm -hmm. before your time at East Limestone. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about, you know, the respect he has for you and the respect you have for him. I, you know, Coach Gross, I, I remember watching him uh, when he played at UNA and he won his three national championships and, and got to know him when he first got the Athens job in 2016. Um, and he, he does things the right way. He, uh, he instills toughness and he instills community and he instills um, a very selfless type of uh, attitude when it comes to his program. Um, he works at every job that you can imagine a head coach doing. We were actually laughing before the game and just think about all the things that we have to do as a head coach that do not involve football, yeah. do not involve our players, does not involve the game. There's so many things that take place. And uh, Coach Gross, is a, he's a very selfless um, individual who can do those jobs and never thinks he's too good to do those things. He'll always run a first-class organization and program. And, you know, for us, being the East, we love the rivalry that takes place between these two, you know, communities in this program. You know, I told him, I said, look, as long as I'm the head coach of East Limestone, we're going to play Athens. We're going to play them at the beginning yeah. of the season because it's something that's great for the community and for us as a program. It's great for us because we know what we're going up against, and it's a great litmus test for us to see kind of where we are uh, as a uh, as a program so um, it's it, it's good to have that um, that rivalry but it's also good to make sure that you know the guy running that program over there is going to do things the right way and it'll do nothing but help us absolutely because you know nothing creates buzz in the community more than you know a west limestone ardmore rivalry and an athens east limestone rivalry to start off the season i mean that's what you know the fans really want to see in limestone county is these you know these great teams uh, being willing to schedule each other and compete against each other yep that's exactly Right, and and you know that's the that's the neat thing about Limestone County is is uh, is there's so many rivalries that have been going on for years yeah. and years and years, and it feels like there's a rivalry coming up every two weeks. Yeah, you know, which is great for the kids and the community and the fans, and you know, just it just makes it a lot of fun. Awesome. And uh, so, do you want to highlight uh, a couple scenes? Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you something here about the rivalries. I, I, okay. I talked to Coach uh, Shelby Davis earlier this week, and you know they played they started their year off with a rivalry game against Ardmore, and I asked him about that. I said, you know, you've been traditionally playing them at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think here in recent years, Elkmont and Ardmore, 
moved their game earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people think about those rivalry games at the end of the season. So I asked him about that. And he said, well, you know, I kind of like it at the first of the season because a lot of times you get to the end of the year and one team, you know, is not really doing very well. And, you know, it, you know that maybe that side doesn't have as much energy as they would going into the season. Right. And, and I had never thought about it that way. But mm-hmm. that's true. Um. So yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you start out with a with a real emotional uh, beginning to the season there, and and I I know that uh, I guess y'all will be at Athens. I mean, uh, Athens will it, come to Athens us next will year. Come to you yes, next sir. year. Yeah, and uh, I I remember I don't know if it was Coach Creasy or maybe it was Coach Cross. Anyway, they would uh, the week going into the game they would pipe the. Across their PA the yeah. whole week just to get used to hearing the band sure. playing it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, so yep. many times. Well, and we actually talked. To, I talked to my AD yesterday, and we were talking about you know what it's going to be like when when Athens comes over. You know, of course, Athens has a bigger stadium than we do, but uh, I'll tell you what, there wasn't. I, I told I told our AD. I said we'll figure out a way to squeeze every single person we can. If we gotta, if we gotta have people bring their own seats, or we gotta move bleachers in, or yeah. like whatever it's going to take. But we want as many people there as we can possibly get. And I'm, there's not as much room on those sidelines. No, there not even close. No, not even close. But look, if we got to give up a little sideline space to make some room for fans, <laughs> no, I hear you. We'll, we'll do it. I hear you. And we'll I, I, I actually really like how East Limestone's uh, stadium and field is set up. I really like the backdrop with the with the school behind it. Yep. I think uh, it kind of, you know, it funnels everyone in well. Where they, they, there's a, every seat in the house is a good seat. Absolutely, for, for slam some football. Game. Yep, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, let's move on to a couple of seniors here on okay. the spotlight. Um, you know, we got such a strong senior class, and um, you know, there there are so many there there are so many first impressions that I got from you know our seniors. Um, yeah, I think the first one that comes to mind is Justin Robinson. Justin's a he plays corner uh, for us, and he's one of the first ones I met and actually I had a sit-down conversation with in my office. And the reason I had a sit-down conversation with him is I was up there, uh, I was up at the school on a Friday and uh, in the summer, and so the kids were off. And uh, Justin shows up, and he wants a football, and he wants a ladder, and he goes out by himself, and he's working ladder drills. And, mm. um, you know, it's 100 degrees outside. It's, yeah. I bet you, I, I think it was like around lunchtime, so, I mean, it was even hotter. And so he got done. He came back in and got him in the office. And, man, just a great, great kid. One of the hardest workers we got. Uh, takes a lot of pride in what he does. Um, is a vocal leader um, and, and is just eat up with football. And those are the kind of kids you want. And those, those types of kids are everywhere in East Limestone. Guys are just eat up with football, love the game. They love everything about it. Um, Fortune Wheeler was actually the first player I had a conversation with. Yeah. Um, special young man uh he is again another one who is just eat up with football um does everything the right way yes sir no sir uh kind of kid raised the right way just a outstanding young man who's an exceptional football player yeah um, and you know disappointed that he didn't get to go through thursday night um but uh, he'll be back this week and uh so i know the i know our team especially is excited to see him come back and, and i know fortune's super excited i think it was killing him not being able to play well i'm excited to see him play too yeah. right? absolutely absolutely I, mean, I know i mean he i talked to him a little bit on the sidelines he just came up and uh, fist bumped me real quick sure. i just thought it was cool that you know he just he, he acknowledges other people like mm-hmm. he, he's very it seems like he's very appreciative of he is, everyone and around. he is he is very humble he yeah. is very very humble he's very unassuming um you know all the attention 
that he got last year and you know the attention he got this year you never you never would see it from him his his attitude and his belief system has not changed uh, he's an outstanding young man has he committed he is not uh, okay not yet not I yet remember if i'd seen you know, you see so many of these graphics pop up on facebook and that's I, right oh, yeah maybe it was the maybe it was the the uniform reveal yeah that might have been it so yeah and uh just with with fortune yeah it's going to be great see i'm sure he's like foaming at the mouth ready to get out there he is he is absolutely no doubt um you know and and talk about um you know some of the strengths that came out or some of the some of the the highlights that came out of the athens game our offensive line played really well yeah and uh you know we've got uh and that's one of our one of our bigger um senior junior sophomore mix unit that we have we got you know we're not senior dominated there we've got a couple seniors um got a junior and we've got a uh, a sophomore um but one of the seniors on there colin willingham and Caden yeah. notch are actually two of them Caden plays center and colin plays right tackle two guys that had an unbelievable game against athens fight their tails off every day not not loud uh assuming guys they're not you know they don't have that you know that ah type of you know persona they just mm-hmm. go about and they just do their job man they're silent giant giants and you know both of those guys did a really good job thursday and just excited that group right there gets a block for fortune uh yeah that's definitely one of the strengths we have on our football team right now that's good and you know it's um it's you know you brought colin and fortune with you to media day yep. the lampson county media day and uh talk to me about how we, we've talked about this multiple times but never on the radio show before just talk to me about how they were really really willing to make sure that you were they welcomed you with open arms into the transition with the football team well, you know, I, I think it's always one of those things where when, when you have a transition like that, you've uh, and I've been on I've been on I've seen a transition as a as a player um, and as an assistant and, you know, being a head coach. And so the, the first thing that happens is you're always as a player and even as an assistant coach, you're always like, well, you know, wonder what the expectations are, what mm-hmm. what's going to change and then what maybe is going to stay the same. And it's 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 very important as that as that coach when you're coming in to establish your belief system. Yeah. And then to make sure that you follow up with that belief system. And, you know, and I, I told our guys, I said, look, I said, and we got four rules. We're going to be on time. We're going to listen, follow instructions. Um, you guys are going to be expected to, to go as hard as you possibly can. And we're going to expect you to be where you're supposed to be at, doing what you're supposed to be doing. And, man, that is that has been consistent all the way through. Our, our guys have been reminded several times uh, about those expectations. And um, But the next thing is and to reassure them. Is yeah. that we're still going to play physical football. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, that is always going to be something we're going to do. No matter what formation we line up in or what defense we're in, it's still going to come down to a one-on-one situation where you're going to have to defeat a block or make a block and then go make a play. And so that's something we want to instill within our middle school and, you know, something we're going to keep instilling and will always be permanent within East Limestone. And, uh, you know, it's my understanding that it's not only East Limestone that's really been uh, welcoming to you, but Athens, some Athens folk as well, like uh, Ron Oakley. Uh, has been apparently uh, very welcoming to you know the former Athens soccer coach. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it and, and it's funny. It's um, it, it's it's so interesting. Uh, our even our SRO uh, at East, he graduated from Athens. Okay, and so you know, it's funny because you know he as we were talking through the week, he's like, man, he goes, I, man, I'm pulling for East. Just know I got love. I got I, I graduated from Athens, but I love East Limestone, and man, I, I hope we give it to him. But um, it's funny how how we're are colliding you yeah know, and it's and it and it's been neat 
uh, to see that and to see the the level and the in the type of community um, that's that's around East Limestone. Absolutely, and you know, Coach Woodfin, we really appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate all you do in the community and all you, you're doing for East Limestone. And uh, you know, we look we really look forward to watching you play Central Florence. Well, look, I've uh, I was on the tailgate talk, man, might have been nine years ago oh, man. Uh, at JC. It was a minute, but. It was a lot better at Applebee's because we got fed. <laughs> There's no food around here. So yeah, no, no, I, really I, was... I was hoping to get some appetizers in. But uh, anyway, look, y'all, at, look, what y'all do for Limestone County football and athletics uh, and the fact that y'all are here right now is, is awesome. And yeah. you're, you're highlighting our schools and our programs and our community and these kids. And uh, to me, I, I'm, I'm grateful to, to be on here, but grateful that you guys are doing this. Absolutely. And uh, Coach Woodfin, we really appreciate you, like we said, and thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, this is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Cooper Field where we are hosting, or not hosting, but we are hosting the show and watching some middle school jamboree football. And we will be back after this break. You can help Limestone County student-athletes by donating to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Send it in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613, or make it in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. We'll be back with Tailgate Talk after this. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. The reviews are in for Box Drop Mattress in Ardmore, and they're awesome. Just like the store. Box Drop in Ardmore has mattresses made in the USA at huge discounts. Plus, they offer flexible payment options, and no credit is needed. And they'll deliver right to your door. Box Drop, located at 26561 Main Street in Ardmore. Open Tuesday through Friday, 430 to 630, and Saturday from noon till 4. Appointments also available by calling 321. 8888. Box drop in Ardmore. 321 8888. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 935 
831-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. Tune in every Tuesday through Thursday this football season for the WKAC Coaches Shows. Join us as we get the scoop from Ardmore, Athens, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clements, Tanner, and West Limestone. The WKAC Coaches Shows on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is David Cox, girls basketball coach at Athens Bible School, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I'm all about the action. 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 I said I'm all about that action. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I am Adam Dodson alongside producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. We are at Cooper Field, home of the Ardmore Football Tigers, where we got a little bit of middle school jamboree going on. And more importantly... We got A.P. Stedham on the line, the Swami of the SEC. A.P., how we doing? Hey, good morning, good morning. So glad to be on Applebee's Tailgate Talk, WKAC, 1080 AM, Athens, Alabama. A.P., what you got going on, man? You're never in the same city uh, more than two days in a row, so where are you at today? <laughs> no, no, I'm back at the house here in L.A., lower Alabama. We're getting ready for the football season. <laughs> we'll, we'll be gone here two weeks from today. We'll, we'll actually be in New Orleans at the Florida State. LSU. We're real excited to see if Florida State's getting better and can Brian Kelly have a turnaround season at Notre Dame? $100 million. What's that worth to the Tigers? We'll find out that first game. You know, they're not starting off in the preseason top 25 so you know expectations can't be too high for kelly right now i'm sure there's going to be some pressure but very interesting with these two programs really trying to turn things around oh yeah and we saw that miles friend uh walked away from college football yeah started. so uh, you know that was kind of a, a, a slight surprise because at the press conference in atlanta uh coach kelly he complained he wanted miles to be the starter yeah, and you know that's a uh, that's very interesting. You know, Kelly hasn't exactly had the smoothest transitions into LSU. He's done some stuff that some may describe as goofy. He's done other stuff that some may describe describe as questionable. And I guess this is the latest in a a flurry of instances where maybe what he says isn't exactly matching up with what it is in reality. Right, exactly. But he's a Hall of Fame coach, though. No I mean, doubt, no doubt. Yeah, so I, I think he'll do good things at LSU. I really do. I'm not sure if it's going to happen this particular year, but he's got a transfer quarterback with experience. Uh, he digressed. You know, the freshman, he was 17-2, 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. Third year, last year, 10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So those numbers are going in the wrong direction, both of them. Yeah, and, you know, uh, with Florida State, I feel like it's something new with them all the time. But, you know, they're a very proud and traditional fan base. Uh, talk to me about what you were expecting out of Florida State, if you're even able to expect anything out of them this year. Yeah, you know, I think you're, you're probably looking for a better quarterback play from then. And uh, hopefully he's recruiting to the standard of Florida State. I don't know if it'll ever reach that level with Bobby Bowden. He had uh, no national championships, and then Jimbo Fisher had a national championship there. So, I mean, that's quite the standard. I mean, that's that's a standard as high as anybody in America. You know, pick a team you know that's been winning championships, Alabama, anybody. But Florida State was on that level. I don't know if they're going to return. But, yeah. hey, you're in the state of Florida, plenty of ball players. I mean, it, it takes the person at the top 
to galvanize everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that you could just recruit in the state of Florida and never have to leave the state, and you'd have all the talent you need. Absolutely. And uh, we did a little story on, on our show, uh, AP and Kelly, as we see it. We spoke about the top uh, 10 Blue Bloods, and we consider the Blue Bloods the top winning programs of all time. Mm-hmm. Six of them this last decade did not have a good uh, 10 years. Yeah. You know, they were their, their winning percentage overall. So just because you have all the money and you've been winning uh, over the course of time, you know, 50, 60 years, it's the person at the top that matters. And we found it. Some of these teams could not get the right person at the top. We're going to find out about Florida State. Well, yeah, and I think what everyone is afraid of becoming is, you know, kind of like that has-been program, and I hate even saying using that word, but it's almost kind of like you're afraid of turning into Nebraska where you used to be really good, but you've been yeah. you've been average for so long that no one even considers you one of those quote-unquote blue-blood programs. And I think that's what Florida State is in the midst of trying to avoid right now. Yeah, that, that's a consideration because as we all know history to uh, 18-year-old uh, individuals yeah. is, about three, is about three years. It, that's history. <laughs> about three years. About something like that. Yeah, yeah ten years. That's like that's that's forever to them. Yeah, ten years. But let's let's talk a little bit of SEC. Let's talk about uh, what are some things that are going to catch your eye or have caught your eye. You know, as uh, the beginning week of football swiftly yeah. approaches for SEC football. Yeah, I think Alabama's above everybody. Georgia's right behind them. And then you have, let's say, in the Eastern Division, you have a tier with Kentucky and Tennessee. And then you have South Carolina, Missouri, uh, Florida, and Vanderbilt, a separate category. And then in the West, you have, um, you know, A&M with a $75 million coach and having the good recruiting years. They're trying to get in the elite level with Alabama. They beat them last year in College Station. And there's some things going on between the two coaches. And you have Ole Miss and Arkansas. Can they duplicate those successful seasons? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they can. And Mississippi State, veteran team, can they make that leap? Can they be a surprise team in the West? And, and then you have Auburn. Everybody has them uh, down at the bottom. I don't know. They're kind of hungry, and uh, nobody has their eye on them. They're trying to find the exact quarterback or quarterbacks, I should say, and we'll see what happens there. But uh, that's how I view the SEC uh, overall. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the paradox of Auburn exists every single year. If you expect them to do really well, they're not going to do that well. But when everyone rides them off at the beginning of the year, they always, yeah. always, always uh, get, have like a 10-2 and two or better season. Yeah, that, that's the pattern. You know, with the five home games in a row, oh, that yeah. third team is cheap on that Penn State game. Mm-hmm. I think they could take Penn State because Penn State's quarterback is not exceptional. Uh, he's on the average side. All the teams a big home crowd advantage. And then you play, after that game, Penn State, you play Missouri, very beatable. And then LSU with a band coach on the road. That's five home games. They could be 5-0. and They could. Start to see they could. Yeah. And then from, from there on, you're, you're gaining confidence. And if you can win the close games, you, you, you understand that they don't have the talent to really um, overwhelm somebody. But if they have that confidence at 5-0, and and the kicking game is solid with Carlton, you, you, you can win some games that you couldn't probably win. Yeah, and you know they go five and zero. Oh, that takes a, that not only does that uh, you know Auburn feeds off that momentum, but it also takes a little bit of pressure off Harson. You know, after the tumultuous offseason he had, you know, starting off five and zero oh would certainly silence some of the doubters. Yeah, and I, he's a person that all these coaches. They put so much pressure on themselves. 
we can't push them more than they individually. I think that uh, Auburn, like I said, I think it's going to take quarterbacks with an S to have a successful season. You know, Robbie Ashford, you know, he's uh, down there in the red zone. He's fast. He's a former baseball player. Mm-hmm. He can throw the angle. Uh, they got to have the solid chicken. Carlson's got to have a good year. Receivers have to play better. They've got to get some support from the receivers. they yeah. got a good group of tight ends. Veteran offensive line should play better. Should play better than the offensive line. Definitely have good running backs. With uh, uh, Tank and Hunter and uh, well, defensively they, they got to come alive on that side of the ball. You know, some secondary people have to replace. Got to get a good pass rush. But you know, like I said, those five home games. If it was different with the home games, maybe I wouldn't be as so uh, optimistic. But I'm optimistic about Auburn because they're hungry and nobody's watching. Yeah, and, uh, you know, talk to me briefly, you know, just about South Carolina because they're the team that really piques my interest yeah. this year with Rattler there. Yeah, South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, definitely. Up, I mean, that's a that's a huge upgrade on that side yeah. for them. So uh, we're going to see because you look at teams that are evaluating quarterback. They've got to survive. You know, stay with them. That, that's that's going to make a big difference. And that just gives you a chance. That doesn't even mean, even mean you're going to win. No, but you're you're exactly right, though, that, you know, every team has a good coach and a good quarterback, I feel like. I mean, and so if you, if you don't have those two, you're missing a huge part of the equation. And it seems like South Carolina is trending in very much in that direction of good. Yeah, he was able to get the whole game from the OF quarterback situation last year. So I think Shane Keeper is wonderful to I think, you know, once you had your ego bruised like he did at Oklahoma, he, he's got a lot to do, uh, not only to himself, but to the fans. And when I spoke to him down at the Manning Passing Academy, I said, Where did you, what did you do well last year? And he goes, Well, I won. And I think it was, uh, he had a pretty good record as a starter, but you could tell that his feelings were hurt. Yeah, well, you know, and um, it's like you just said, he, he may have had his feelings hurt, and I think that's just really, really going to motivate him to have a good year because, you know, people like making fun of guys when they're down, but he's a tremendous talent. There's a reason he was preseason favorite for the Heisman. While that it was right. preseason, there's a reason people thought that. Yeah, and, you know, the thing about motivation, I always – uh, use this example. Uh, we're going to talk a little basketball here for a second, but I was at a tournament game, and the, the headlines the next day was uh, the one team said something that people were not applied by this. We're not even worried about it. Well, if you don't have the talent, I don't care how you're motivated, you're not going to beat a team that's superior. But Spencer Rattler definitely has the talent. Yeah. So he has the motivation plus the talent. That's the key. You, you know, you must have the talent to back up uh, the first. Yeah, and you know he was on a he was on that Netflix show. I can't remember what the name of it was. It was like QB, QBU or something like that. And uh, he so yeah he had a lot of media attention on him at Oklahoma. And I feel like he's not going to obviously not fly under the radar at South Carolina. But I feel like he doesn't have as much of the spotlight on him as he did at OU. 
Right. Yeah. They have such a they have a very big brand. OU. I mean, that's why they're coming to the SEC. It's not for the fan base in Oklahoma, a small state with not much population. It's the entire brand, the national brand. Mm-hmm. That's why to the SEC. South Carolina has rabid fans. South Carolina and Clemson. They have some of the best fans over the years because they're filling the stadium and their teams are not even close to a championship, but they're showing up every Saturday for the ball games. So we'll have the the eyes of the state on on him, but uh, nationally, uh, it, they'll peek in if he gets an upset or two. Yeah, and you know, uh, I mean, you're very much right about South Carolina and their fans being rowdy. I was at that 2010 uh, Alabama-South Carolina game where Steven Garcia Look, just went nuts. Game of his life. Yeah, right. g- game of his life, and you know, that place was absolutely jumping, and it, it, was, uh, it really was a sight to see despite me being a Bama fan. Oh, yeah. No, that's a tremendous place to watch a game if you never had an opportunity in Clemson as well. I've been to both stadiums, and I uh, really enjoyed it. They love their football teams. And they're very loyal. They're, they're some of the most loyal fans I've ever been around. Uh, like I said, they, they're not winning the championships. And, you know, Clemson's kind of the nouveau riche mm-hmm. in this blue blood. I mean, I wouldn't call them blue blood, but, you know, they had a championship there, what, in 81 with Danny Ford. I think it was 80, 81 or 80. And uh, 81, I guess it was, or 82. And then, um, you know, now with Dabo winning championships, you know, beating uh, – Alabama, that's pretty solid. Yeah, and you got to think that they're going to have uh, improved QB play. I mean, uh, th- another guy that people very much enjoyed making fun of last year that I think is u- uber talented and really going to uh, raise some eyebrows this year is Uyungo Lele. Yeah, you said it better than I did. So he, he's got to be more accurate, make better decisions. Uh, he's got to have the support like any quarterback. You know, defensively, they're, they're usually very good. And Clemson, I mean, they're the class of that league. Uh, there's nobody that should scare them in, in that conference. So it's up to them to perform very well because they can win it, uh, you know, not even playing that, you know, their best game every week. Well, tell us uh, who you who you've got coming up on AP and Kelly, and uh, where folks can hear it. Oh, yeah, AP and Kelly, as we see it, um, we're on the platforms with the Android and the Apple. We usually put that up there on Thursdays. We tape on Wednesday, and we we just got notified we're having a really interesting guest, a special guest on Wednesday, the Archie Griffin, the Ooh. two-time trophy winner, and we wanted to get him on the show because he's the only one who won the Heisman two times before. The season, so we want to have him discuss that uh, coveted trophy and some of the qualifications he looks for. He's voting for a Heisman Trophy. Cool. Well, I'm going to have to check that out, AP. Yeah, yeah. Go to our, our Facebook page. We can tell as we see it. We're on Twitter as well, and we're all over the state of Alabama and up in Tennessee and Mississippi, and we're heard in Georgia and Florida, and uh, we'll be out, be out there in Hawaii too uh, pretty soon as well. So we're really enjoying it, and uh, we had this past week Tony Barnhart. You can listen to our episodes, all the episodes, and Dean Blevins, the, the quarterback, quarterback, and he's the uh, sports anchor, award-winning sports anchor in Oklahoma City. And our first show was. Uh, um, Steve Hatchell, the president of the National Football Foundation. So those episodes are on our Facebook page, AP and Kelly, as we see it. Awesome. Well, AP, as always, we really appreciate you coming on. 
Hey, thank you so much for having me. I certainly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Absolutely, sir. And uh, we are about to take another break. And are we coming back after the break? Tim is saying we are headed out of here. So we are signing off from Applebee's Tailgate Talk live from Cooper Field, home of the Ardmore Football Tigers, where middle school jamboree is going on. And as Tomcat would say, we don't have to go home, but we got to get out of here and have a good one. The temperature isn't the only thing soaring this summer. Call Ardmore Telephone Company today and upgrade your internet to move faster than ever. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss our internet options so you can connect to everything you need. Give Ardmore Telephone Company a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. Hey guys, this is Joanna Klim for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-266 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. You've been listening to a special edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.